Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, in the run-up to Halloween, you may already be sick of all the spooky goings-on, but author Sophie White can't get enough of it. She's currently the Arts Council writer-in-residence at DCU and has organised Ireland's first horror con for November the 11th. It will feature a day of panels, a movie showing, and most terrifying of all, an interview with Rick O'Shea. Sophie, good afternoon <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh my God, getting the shade in up top. Sorry, no. It's, very that's, impressive. Thank you. Uh, We're very lucky. Ricochet is coming to interview our like headliner, yeah. uh, Lee Cronin. Who... And he's a, and he's a, a great, I, I, he doesn't say horror to me, actually. I thought Rick? poetry, yeah. <laughs> poetry. Yeah. I don't know. I did an event with Rick a few weeks ago and he's a spooky guy, you know. Okay. He had a very cool, spooky See, t-shirt See, now who's throwing the shade off? Not me. <laughs> Not me. Um, what? Okay, tell us about the day first and what's going to happen at HorrorCon. Yeah, for sure. So this is the brainchild of me, writer in residence at the School of English in DCU. So it seems like a bit of an unlikely thing to have come out of the English department of a university. But thankfully, the head of English, Keith, is incredibly open minded Loves a bit of horror himself. It's nothing more horrifying than academia, I hear. Um, and then also another artist in residence, Dave Rudden, who is also an incredible author, um, is has come in, uh, you know, and sort of spearheaded this event with us. And it is Ireland's first horror con. And it's like a day-long event in All Hallows Campus, which is the spookiest, coolest campus in Ireland. Okay, fair enough. And it's yeah. in Drumcondra. If yeah. anyone knows it, it's these amazing, like, old Jesuit buildings. And um, we have got a very spooky venue. And uh, as I said, yeah, we're going to have a panel with um, some authors talking about content warnings. We have a panel all about why we love gore. Um, with some amazing horror writers like Connor Habib and Sarah Davis Goff and uh, incredible director Kate Dolan, who directed You Are Not My Mother, mm. which is on Netflix and is absolutely terrifying. And then we have got a headliner interview with uh, the aforementioned Rick O'Shea. Shout out, Rick. Yeah. And uh, Lee Cronin, <laughs> who is the... Uh, Irish director responsible for the latest installment in the Evil Dead franchise. So he has just brought out Evil Dead Rise. Like this is, this is mega horror, you know, Evil Dead franchise is one of the most famous horror franchises. And like one of our very own has just directed this dementedly scary one. It's also available to watch on Netflix right now. So if you want to watch that and then come and watch Lee chat about the process of turning very perfectly nice, uh, attractive Hollywood actors into terrifying undead beings, um, you can do that. And then, uh, and then yeah, we're going to have a screening of a classic horror film to round off the day and there's going to be tea, coffee, wine, snacks, costumes. <laughs> snacks. Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Very polite. Snacks with your horror. Some snacks, not entrails how or do you, How do you define horror? Um, oh God, I suppose, like, I think there's, say, like, the difference between, say, thriller and horror is mm. that with thriller, like, you won't be, like, out of your mind with terror. You know, it's kind of there's parameters with uh, thrillers that they're not going to kind of it's not going to be so transgressive. But I think horror is like always about taking it right to that edge and sometimes just jumping right off the edge and having a man with a chainsaw and who is wearing the face of another man terrorize a whole bunch of people, you know. Um, So I think horror is just very like out there. 
You know, yeah, anything I, goes. Uh, so, but it, it, does it have to involve gore? Does it have to involve bloodshed? No, I don't think so, necessarily. I think there's like, you know, the great kind of school of directors who kind of keep the uh, enemy or the kind of terror like out of sight. Um, mm. You know, often to the very last minute, kind of John Carpenter style or like Steven Spielberg does a bit of that. Although when you do finally see the shark puppet, you think maybe that was more of a practical <laughs> approach that he yeah. took there, not showing us that puppet. But like, I really like, say, Kate Dolan, the Irish director who did You Are Not My Mother. She like uses kind of body horror, like really sparingly. And it's like she uses it with such precision that it's extremely effective when you see something upsetting in her film because it, there's been so much kind of really unsettling, insidious kind of implied awfulness all the way through. Mm. And then when you kind of do find like see something kind of that's overtly gross, it's like even more impactful. You know, it's such a brilliant film. Like everyone needs to treat themselves to You Are Not Your, My Mother I this d- weekend. <laughs> yeah, some treat people yourself. might not think that's a treat, uh, <laughs> really. Yeah, because it, it's, it's well, the, the, there's a cohort of people who love going to a kind of traditional horror film uh, because, and it gives them a fright, but it mm. seems it gives them a fright in, in in a kind of a safe way, if you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, it's like safe frights, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because when we why, get Why do people scared, need that? Well, it's the whole fright thing, like it triggers a dopamine response in the brain and stuff. I was looking this up because I know there's just like some people who are so allergic to it. And I think anyone who's into horror is like into horror. Mm. Like what's wrong with us? Um, And nobody's like wishy-washy about horror, I don't think. (laughs) Nobody's like, come on, take it or leave it. Um, And I think it's because, so it, it definitely interacts with the like amygdala in our brains, which is the like site of the whole fight or flight kind of response thing. And I think it's just like some people experience that interaction and love the endorphin hit. Um, mm. And some people are like, ah, this is making me feel terribly about life. And they want to go back to watching. Uh, I'm like, what show will I throw on? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go on. Off you go there. <laughs> Yellow jackets. <laughs> Yellow jackets. <laughs> Where people eat Actually, uh, their team members. Yeah, that's, that's that, a relaxing watch. That very memorable <laughs> dinner party. <laughs> like, see, that's all I can think of outside of the realm. Yeah. Is Yellow Jackets is like my baseline. Uh, but in, and I'm talking about movies specifically, there's mm-hmm. an awful lot of rubbish, though. You must accept that. In, in the horror genre. Yeah, but actually Dave Rudden, the author I'm working with on this, had a really good point. We were chatting the other day and he was like, yeah, but like a bad horror movie is just a great comedy then. So, in a sense, there's no bad horror movies because yeah, they either a scare you slippery or make you geological laugh. distinction there. <laughs> like, as in, uh, you mentioned the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which mm. is a classic in it, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre 17, or whatever it went up to, oh, which is yeah. garbage recycling the same thing. That's that's the great you know, shame about horror movies. Oh, my God, though. Like, um, one of our absolute, like, greats, National Pride of Ireland, Alwyn Ferrer, was in one of the recent Texas was Chainsaw she? Massacres. Yeah. Wow. I know. She's See? like serious. Horror theater. is elevating yeah. all yeah. the time. But yeah, I mean, sure, there's, I just mean, there's something that you wouldn't be that bothered with, maybe. Yeah. I think they all have something to recommend them, even the silliest, you yeah. know? And like, I don't know, like I kind of was growing up, I think we're having like a horror golden era at the moment in terms of like, there's loads of incredibly smart horror films that are kind of offering like social criticism and yeah. things like that. Like, you know, Jordan Peele's work is amazing and really smart. And then say like 
when I was kind of hitting my horror kind of stride in the late 90s, there was like the Scream franchise kicked off and like this whole kind of real irreverence around horror and kind of all of this kind of like, you know, self-referential kind of mm. ironic jokes within the horror genre. And then there was like the Blair Witch Project, which was so truly terrifying. <laughs> I feel like people make fun of it so much now because it's like been parodied so much. So much, yeah. But it really was so scary. I loved it. Okay, and do you get genuinely scared by these things? As in, you know, I, I, I you know, somebody walk up m- with me to bed, I'm, you know. Oh, no. No. <laughs> but like, I'm chronically mentally ill, Sean. So like, whatever's in here already is terrifying. Okay, so nothing could equal that. Nothing can equal my natural baseline of crazy. So, you know, I like to I like to go and find other people's crazy to distract me from my own. Uh, The Saw franchise is is, uh, most part is excellent. I was about to say, if this person's coming for Saw, I will not have it because it's brilliant. Yes, I agree with that person. Yeah. Oh, no. And they said Saw X or is that Saw? That's Saw 10. Yeah. Saw 10. Yeah. It's brilliant. There's 10 of them? <laughs> how much can you get out of just sewing people up over how many dozens of hours? Sewing people up. Sean, that's not what they do in Seoul. Oh, is it? No, okay. No. So the name that, is like we're going false to play advertising. Do you not even know what Saw is? No. <laughs> I'm one of those people who can take it or leave it, Sophie, you can believe take it or, or not. Leave it. I yes. didn't know you guys existed. They, but I, it, it always strikes me that the most, uh, the most effective horror is actually that which isn't that horrific it's atmosphere mm. and which is the trickiest thing to do that kind of very subtle yeah. feeling of dread yeah. which is what they did really achieve so well in Blair Witch mm. like if you think there's never any blood spilled yeah. you know and the single most terrifying shot of that film if you just explained it to someone out of context they'd be like why does it matter if a person's just standing facing a wall and you're like no you've no idea like what this did to me (laughs) you know but then like some of the really like crazy overt gore has gotten film directors into a spot of trouble do you know about cannibal holocaust no of course you do sean do you not watch it every week cannibal holocaust (laughs) (laughs) it's got it all really (laughs) it's truly (laughs) what a title that you really could not use today and should not use. Uh, so Cannibal Holocaust came out in 1980 and it's an Italian horror movie and it's very Blair Witchy in that the horror movie is about a bunch of people who go look, looking for a missing film crew. Okay. Who have been sent to make a documentary about these tribes who may or may uh, not practice right. cannibalism. And the film was so, like, brilliantly executed that when it came out, the director was actually charged with a number of counts of murder because authorities couldn't believe that what they'd seen wasn't real. Crikey. They were so convinced that they had to have been watching people being harmed. And yeah, so they, uh, well, I mean, obviously the film was banned and then poor old um, Deo Ta- Dato, Deo Tato, oh God, I mean, first the murder trial and now me mispronouncing <laughs> his name. But he was, yeah, he was charged with murder. Now, obviously, look. He, he could was, produce actors. He could produce was, the actors yeah. who were doing well. But um, isn't that wild? That's mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, that does actually make it probably the best horror film ever. It's very cool to be like, I'm the guy who made the horror that was too good. You're not showing that at horror comedy. Uh, absolutely not. Aww. No, I, no. No. It wouldn't be one for me now. There's 
I mean, I'm about to be like, here's the person whose favourite film is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I'm yes. like, Cannibal no, Holocaust is a either. little bit violent, Sean. A little bit violent. So nothing to offend anyone then. There will be showing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, as I understand it. That's all happening on November the 11th in DCU. Sophie White, thanks a million for coming in to us. Thank you for having me. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm. With Anna Glaze. On News Talk.